As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Listen, I'm glad you're here. I just want to say for those of you who are going to listen to this and you're going to think to yourself, yeah, I'd like to quit my job or I'd like to start something of my own or maybe you already have a little side hustle, but you're sick of it or maybe it's not making enough money and you'd like to explore other options. I can't pick that for you, but what I can do is help you understand what things are probably a better fit for you than others, what things really wouldn't make sense given your current situation, and give you the information that you need to evaluate, like, oh, okay, I think I could try that, or wow, that one has been oversold to me, and it's just not right for me. I'm going to help you do that. It's obviously something I'm very passionate about, and I'm going to break this all down in a Zoom, a Zoom training. So if you'd like the link to attend that live Zoom training, it'll be interactive. All you have to do is go to shaleen.com forward slash gig, G-I-G, shaleen.com forward slash gig. Hey there, what's up and welcome to today's episode of Build Your Tribe. Today's a quick tip Tuesday, a QTT, where I'm going to be talking to you about how I've built a stronger community on Instagram over the last six months. And the reason that I wanted to build a stronger community was that come July or August of 2022, I noticed that my views on my Instagram stories were kind of steadily going down. And despite my typical engagement hacks and my typical algorithm understandings, I couldn't quite bring them up, or actually I should say, I could bring them up momentarily. They would spike for a couple days, but then they would level off or, or drop back down to where they were before. And I just knew this wasn't sustainable. I knew that the reason that I was having to constantly do these little tricks and do these little algorithm adjustments in order to spike my views was because people weren't reliably tuning into my Instagram stories on their own. Think about it like a TV show. I knew that people weren't watching every single week. So I was consistently having to, you know, pull out all the stops and jump the shark, so to speak. But I knew that this wasn't sustainable. I knew that if people kept staying uninterested, if they kept not watching my stories, this was going to be detrimental in the long run, especially considering the fact that most sales on Instagram, even though they take place in the direct messages, they oftentimes begin on the Instagram stories. So I wanted to bring my stories views back up. And I knew that a great way to do that would be to build community. Because if people felt like they were bought in, if they felt like they really knew me and they were a part of this community, they would feel a greater purpose and a greater sense or, or drive to show up and watch my Instagram stories every single day. 
I know that my mom, the co-host of this show, has a great sense of community on her Instagram. And I know that she's built that very strategically over the course of many years, actually over a decade now. And I know what benefits that's brought her. I know how her story's views compare to mine. And even though our accounts are of similar size, I know that she has usually a lot more people watching her stories every single day. People really feel bought in. That's why she can do things like have a Patreon. She can do things like have paid memberships just for people to kind of hear about her life. I mean, The Shalene Show, which is the other podcast that she does, The Shalene Show is literally just a show about her and whatever she's into, whatever she's focusing on right now. That's a really strong community backing her up. And so I wanted to build a strong community on my own Instagram. And I'm happy to report that now my story views have pretty much doubled from what they were over summer. And now they have days where they even reach three times what they were over the months of July and August. And so it's really been great to see that this investment that I've made into community has been paying off in terms of views. And it's also then been feeding into the overall engagement and experience that I've been having on Instagram. I gotta say, just from a personal standpoint, even if I'm not doubling my views or tripling my engagement, just the fact that you feel so seen on Instagram and people are remembering inside jokes and they're bringing up things from the past and you're able to have actual thoughtful, organic, authentic conversations with people rather than quick pieces of engagement, quick likes and saves. It's really powerful and it makes the whole experience of posting on Instagram and you can extend this to other social networks as well. It just makes it that much more enjoyable, that much more impactful and meaningful. So I'm gonna share with you right now the five ways that I've built a stronger community on Instagram. And a lot of these things can be extended onto other platforms. A lot of these tips can be, you know, placed onto TikTok or you can incorporate them into your YouTube videos or your podcast episodes to create a stronger sense of community no matter what social network you choose. And if I had to sum up the next five points that I'm about to share with you into one kind of short abbreviated summary, it would be that you have to get more personal. You have to let people in. You have to get a little bit more vulnerable and allow them to get to know you because if people aren't getting to know you or your brand, your business, your company, then they're not going to have a strong sense of community. Community comes from a sense of belonging. And the only way that we know we belong somewhere is if we know what that place is like. Imagine if you are a puzzle piece, and I know this is going to get cheesy for a second, but you are a puzzle piece, right? You're unique. You have different edges. You have different cut-ins and cutouts. So you're a puzzle piece. The only way you're going to know that you belong in that specific part of the puzzle, the only way you're going to know the exact spot that you need to go is if you have a clear picture of what the puzzle looks like. If you have a really detailed vision of the puzzle of, as a whole, and more specifically, just that specific area where your puzzle piece is going to fit in. And if your social media is super bland and generic and vanilla, and you don't really have a niche, and you kind of try to help everyone at every time with everything, and you're just kind of wishy-washy, then it's going to be hard for people to figure out where they fit in. It's going to be hard for people to figure out if they fit in. It'd be like doing a puzzle that didn't really have an image on it. It was just like a blank white puzzle. It'd be hard to figure out where the pieces went. And that's why the first thing that I did to create a stronger community on Instagram was I started telling more personal stories and I started to just post more Instagram stories that were personal, that were my hobbies, my interests. I started posting a little bit more about my love of my new Nintendo Switch that I got for Christmas. And even before that, my love of the Pokemon video games from my childhood that I still play to this day. 
I was posting more about my love of breakfast burritos, about my daily cup of coffee. I was posting about my favorite YouTubers who don't really have anything to do with Instagram growth or business development. They're just fun videos to watch. I started posting more about my wife and I's life in our Airstream trailer and just our life in general being newlyweds. So I started sharing these more personal stories and it allowed people to resonate with me and to just connect more with my background and what I do on a day-to-day basis. Hey there, small business leader. Are you looking for an easier way to onboard and manage remote employees? Or maybe you feel like you're doing it all at your company? Well, JustWorks makes it easier for you to start, run, and grow a business. Let me tell you just how JustWorks can help your business. As we all know, the way people work is changing, and you need HR tools that can keep up. Whether your team is local, remote, or distributed, JustWorks helps you comply with state payroll tax requirements, keeping up with state labor laws, and access health insurance plans in any state. They also provide proactive support for federal, state, and local employment-related compliance needs. JustWorks makes it simple to hire and manage remote employees across all 50 states. And they do so using a cloud-based platform that enables managers and employees alike to quickly and securely access benefits, payroll, and other HR functionality from anywhere at any time. They allow you to run your business with confidence. Take a look at JustWorks transparent pricing by visiting justworks.com forward slash pricing. Again, that's justworks.com slash pricing for details. The second thing that I did was I started posting more opinionated posts. And I talked about this in a recent episode of Build Your Tribe. The goal here is not to piss people off. The goal here is not to get canceled or to intentionally ruin someone's day, but simply to state and talk about the opinions that you have and that you feel strong about. Chances are there are some things that you really believe in, that you really feel passionate about, that you really feel strongly about. And when you share those things in feed posts or probably even better in Instagram stories, people can start to choose whether or not they align with you. They can hear your beliefs on a topic and either be like, wow, I feel the same way. She gets me. Wow, I I have that much more trust in her. I, I enjoy her content that much more because I know her beliefs are aligned with mine. Or the other side of that coin is that it could be a really great thing where someone's like, eh, that doesn't align with what I believe in. I have different opinions and either one of two things is gonna happen. They're gonna unfollow, which is great because you don't want someone who doesn't align with your beliefs and values to be a part of your community. That's not to say that you need to exclude the person or you need to cut them off. We're not talking about life relationships here, people. We're talking about Instagram followers. If someone's following you on Instagram and they just disagree with all of your core values and beliefs, you probably don't want that person following you because they're not likely going to become a customer and they're not likely going to be an engaged follower. They're likely just going to stay as a hater. So you probably want that person to unfollow you. That's the one thing that can happen. The other thing that can happen is maybe they're going to express that they disagree. They're going to comment on your post, you know, and and say like, I disagree and here's why. And that might lead to a healthy conversation. Maybe you change your mind. Maybe they change their mind. But if nothing else, it's free engagement. So start sharing some more of what you believe in, start sharing some more opinionated posts, and don't be scared to be bold with what you feel bold about. Don't be scared to be opinionated with your opinions and to share them on social media. Of course, make sure that if you are sharing feed posts with your opinions, that those feed posts are still related to your niche. So it wouldn't make sense to share a political opinion on your Instagram reels, 
because that's a feed post, if your page has nothing to do with politics. That wouldn't be necessary. That wouldn't be really beneficial. But maybe that's something you would share on your Instagram stories because as we always say, stories are where people get to know you a little bit better and where they get a little bit more of a personal look at your life. So that was number two. The third thing that I did is I introduced a new weekly segment on my Instagram called the follower of the week. And I give this person, I believe it's one month in the Insta club hub. They also get a quick shout out on my Instagram stories and they get a profile review done on my Instagram stories. So it's a way to incentivize people really just to engage. And I've been very clear and explicit, especially in recent weeks, saying that this is not something that's randomly selected. This is something that's merit-based. This is something that's earned. The follower of the week is an award to be won, and it's won based off the amount of engagement that you perform or that you leave with my page. But not just the quantity of engagement, but the quality. I've been really stressing with my audience that I want quality engagement from my community, not just likes and hearts and love this comments. I want thoughtful responses. And now it's been really cool to see my feed posts. The number of comments that I'm receiving has not necessarily drastically increased. I'm still getting about the same amount of comments, maybe a little bit more, but the length of those comments. Wow. I mean, I used to get good comments, but now you look at my comments section and multiple people, dozens, if not hundreds of people on every post are leaving multi-sentence or even multi-paragraph comments. And sure, that helps me out with the algorithm. That helps me reach more people. That helps my posts perform better. But that also really builds the community. And then I reward them for doing that, which gives them a sense of pride and a sense of, wow, hey, I was Brock's follower of the week a few weeks ago. And so I want to stay a part of this community. I want to stay active. When you recognize and reward people for doing something, they're more likely to continue doing it. And so by incentivizing and rewarding members of my community, I thus bolster and improve my community as a whole. And I really hope I just used the word bolster correctly because I think it's my first time ever using it and I'm not sure if I did. Number four, the fourth thing that I did to build a stronger sense of community on Instagram was more storytelling. And I know earlier I said that I was posting more personal stories and posting more personal Instagram stories. But by this, when I say more storytelling, what I mean really is that I started incorporating storytelling examples from my life into my Instagram reels. So rather than just giving an Instagram tip and telling someone how many reels they should post in a day or telling them, you know, what kind of hashtags to use, I started incorporating personal anecdotes, stories from my life that illustrated the points I was giving. That way, my feed posts could still be educational, valuable, and niche-related, yet they could reference and teach people a little bit about my life, my background, and some of the things that I have experienced, things that have happened to me, and just the way I view the world. So start incorporating storytelling into your posts because that will allow people to build a stronger sense of understanding for who you are, and that will in turn create a stronger feeling of community, trust, and bond with you as the leader of this community. The fifth thing that I've done strategically to build a stronger community on Instagram is expressing more of my frustrations and my failures and my shortcomings. I really leaned into the fact that I make a lot of typos. It started with the Instagame debacle. And if you don't know what that is, basically I changed my Instagram name from IG growth coach to Instagram growth coach. It took a long time. It took months to get changed. And because I'm verified, I had to go through a whole process to get it approved and finally changed. I had to work with Meta just to get it changed. 
And after I got it changed, I realized I made a typo. It didn't say Instagram growth coach. It said Instagame growth coach. And I made that a big deal. I made it one of my pinned posts for like two or three months, laughing at the fact that I had made this typo. And I started leaning into the fact that I'm the king of typos on Instagram. But more than that, I just started sharing my failures, my shortcomings, the things I wasn't very good at. Some of them were lighthearted, like the Instagame thing, but some of them were more serious. Some of them were mistakes I had made in the past or lessons I had learned or times that I had given a tip that I no longer believe is accurate or correct. And that built trust with my audience, that built relatability, that took me off of the pedestal that some of my followers have told me they placed me on and brought me back down to real life. Because in reality, all of us are real people. I mean, I don't care if you're Joe Schmo walking down the street or if you're Brad Pitt, at the end of the day, we are all still real people. And so when you express your frustrations, your failures, and you don't just use social media as a way to show off your bright spots. You also use it to show off your dark spots. People are able to see the whole picture. They're able to grasp who you are, what you stand for, what you believe in, and they're able to buy into your community even stronger. Speaking of community, one thing that I haven't mentioned today is how proud I am of this community of listeners we have here at Build Your Tribe. It means the world to my mom and I when you send us a direct message and tell us, hey, I love this episode. I love this part of this episode. This really opened my eyes. Or when you take the extra step of screenshotting the podcast and sharing it on your Instagram stories and tagging one of us, that truly means the world. And I know we've said it before, but we have a special place in our heart for our podcast listeners. So thank you for being a part of this community. I hope that today's episode allows you to create a stronger sense of community on your own Instagram account. And as always, happy networking. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.